Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How is the grass growing at the MCG? Sam Edmund is across such things for EFS, delivering simple freight solutions. Hello to you, Sam. I have the evidence in my hand, uh, Jared. I can see it from up close. I can see it from far away. I tell you what, it doesn't look half bad. They've done a pretty darn good job with the time that they've had the curators down there at the MCG. Now, yes, you can see the stitching. Uh, well, like when you have uh, a bad injury and you need to be opened up, Jared, you can see the stitching. But as long as it doesn't move, the shifting nature of these things. And having spoken to the experts in the last week or so on this, off the back of the Ed Sheeran concert, they assure me that it will not shift. It will not move. Okay, initially, you might see some lines, but really, they've done a pretty good job of it, it must be said, because 10,000 square metres is not a small surface area, Jared. And apparently, Adelaide Oval didn't look too flash either. And uh, he was obviously at Optus Stadium Ed Sheeran on Sunday night. So um, this will be repeated across the, the yeah. landscape. In Sydney, in Melbourne. Yes. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. So they'll beautify it. I mean, I've seen some photos there where they're still mowing their, their patterns across that newly laid stretch of turf, which, as I said, is pretty much two-thirds of the ground right through the guts of it. So they'll beautify it a bit, but uh, the photos I've seen, no no green spray can required. No, either, there'll be no uh, tarting up. Facetious. Yeah, it's all about how it handles yep. and, and whether the players are absolutely confident at full speed and changing direction. Yeah, and obviously goes without saying. We all hope that's the case. All right, what's on your agenda? Jeremy Cameron uh, addressed the media this morning, Jared, and he tells us that uh, he is open, in fact, to leaving Geelong's season opening clash against Collingwood at half time if word does come through that his partner, India Course, has gone into labour with the couple's first child. Now, Jez has been open with the club the whole way through. We've heard him say it many times that he won't be playing if there's a clash, which is fine and perfectly understandable. But he's no closer to knowing what's going to happen here. No one is. So it's the waiting game for everyone. He's going to play right now. He's going to kit up. He's going to pull the boots on. But I'll tell you what, the visual of Jezza humming down the freeway in full kit and footy boots on, bound for the hospital, would be a first in our game, you'd think, wouldn't you? So we, we had... Now, just my memory for these. So was it Sav Rocker who arrived at a final... Oh. After the birth of a child? Geez, you're testing me. I think so. Yeah. Rings a bell. Yeah. This is yeah. sort of a Straight. perennial story, isn't it? Yeah, it is, of course. And, and this is a new twist on it, I suppose, because I'm not sure we've had a player leave during the game. Now, that may or may not have happened. I can't recall it happening. And I guess the, the, the football conversation revolves around the fact that Tom Hawkins remains uncertain as well for different reasons. And Jeremy Cameron, I think, was best on in both of Geelong's wins over Collingwood last year as well, certainly in the latter, in that qualifying final. So then you look, if neither are available, do you look to, obviously, Ollie Henry down there? And you wonder if maybe Asava Radigalia, having played all summer as a defender, they say, look, sorry, Sav, back to where you were before in the forward line. I mean, um, it'll be interesting to see how they go about it, the Cats. Hopefully all's, all, all's well that ends well. Sam Mitchell, the Hawthorne coach, set the terms for the season ahead. Did he ever? He spoke to the media out there at Waverley this morning as well. The debutants he wouldn't commit to. Mitch Lewis, the timeline hasn't changed there. But the broader conversation around where Hawthorne sits ahead of a season opener against traditional rivals Essen and Sam Mitchell is quoted as saying, I think there's a nervous energy around round one. We've given ourselves every chance to be in that position to play well. I feel confident that we're going to be a little bit better than some other people think. So they won eight games in Mitchell's first season in charge last year, finished 13th. 
but he's saying they might shock a few in 2023. Puts a big bounty on the, the first game against Essendon, doesn't it? And he does say, look, we probably won't tap into the rivalry and what it means with it, with our young playing group. Uh, round one is hyped enough. That's probably enough stimulation for now. Let's go in uh, all guns blazing. And he says they're as, as, as well prepared as they possibly could be. Unlike perhaps the Saints, who confirmed yesterday that Tim Membry will not play round one after that knee operation. So it has to be the rookie. It has to be Anthony Caminiti, Jared. He's the only one left, the only forward threat left. And what a great story, having walked off after his second session, a trial match to find a contract waiting for him physically <laughs> on the table to sign. To think of the journey he's been on and how fast-tracked that is to be lining up round one against Fremantle for Ross Lyon's new Saints, what a journey that is. Unbelievable. Yeah. is the I love that last man in. Finds his way. No King, no Hayes. Uh, step forward, Anthony Caminiti. That story is uh, materialising before us. And on the concussion front, so the conversation with Andrew Dillon mm. there, um, I guess the extension to that is is how the sub is going to work. Yeah, look, there's, there's so many ways we could take this conversation, but strictly around football, with the, I guess, the abolition of the, the medical sub, it might be worth explaining how the tactical sub will work when a concussed or potentially concussed player uh, leaves the field. So obviously four on the bench, a fifth that can be subbed in at any moment, which removes that grey area, which is nice. So now clubs might just be faced, Jared, with a real decision to make at some stages of games this year, because if a player comes off for the 15-minute concussion test, they can sub in a new player, but if that potentially concussed player passes his concussion test, he can't come back on having been already subbed off. Yep. So do clubs think, well, we wait 15 minutes in the in the depths of the last quarter to see if the removed player can be okay, or do we bite the bullet and make our tactical sub now? So if that removed player is subbed off, but then passes their concussion test, they can play the next week. So potentially some big decisions to make there on the benches for clubs at varying stages this season. Because concussion is now treated as an empirical, so you either you either have concussion or you don't have concussion as it is applied to the plane of the game. Correct. So if you're subbed out and the player ultimately is not concussed, then you don't enter the, the twelve, the minimum twelve day protocol. And that yeah, you did reinforce and they're really keen to stress that the AFL. It is a minimum twelve day requirement. And again, subject to other variables concerning that player. Have they been concussed already this season? Are they a younger player? Have they been concussed historically? And then it's fifteen minute concussion test at a minimum as well. So that's a that's a, a decent period of time and so it well should be. But when it comes to who comes on and how they go about it. Could be some delicate decisions to be navigated. Hmm. All right. Back to Turf Watch. Two sleeps. Can't <laughs> yes, wait for it. Yeah. Two sleeps. <laughs> Everything that gets spoken about sort of has additional magnitude at the moment, doesn't it? Here's Brad off the text for you, Jared. Savrock had got a police escort to Colonial Stadium to play in the 2005 elimination final v Port Adelaide. I remember watching it on the scoreboard. We watched him drive down the freeway. Uh, OJ style. Oh, how about that? <laughs> Tim Hodges, who produces AFL 360, he did the report from the hospital where the baby had been born. Well, there you go. So that's probably the closest we've got to this, working back the other way. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, well, I suppose it could still work that way if if the yes. if the baby happened to be born uh, in the mid-afternoon or early evening, is Jez could arrive as the sub and Police swing escort, into the game when ready. Police escort, flags up, everything, sirens <laughs> wailing straight onto the uh, onto the G. Magnificent. Sam Edmund for EFS by Air Road or Rail. Get your simple freight solutions delivered by EFS. Check efs.net.au.